ice stage. Stop. Good day, everybody. Good day. Good day. Hope everyone has had, is having, going to have a great day today. Why? Because today is Pentecost. The birth of Christianity. Ooh-wee. My goodness. May 31st is such a wonderful day for Christians worldwide. Whether we're catching you in the morning when you're getting up, moving around, getting your body kind of in motion, having some breakfast, maybe some coffee, whatever the case may be, even a little Starbucks. We all know y'all look at that. Whatever the case may be, however you start your morning off, reading news, whatever, or you're getting through your day halfway through, you've been blessed maybe a couple times, you've gone through a couple trials, tribulations, overall you're getting through that midday madness. Or it's the end of your day and you are definitely done for the day. You've worked, you ran errands, you did what you had to do today, dealt with the world for twenty for, for a good 20, and you are just done. You're having dinner with your family, spending time just relaxing after a long day. However, we are catching you at whatever point of the day we're catching you at. You are now tuned in to the Blue Book, presented to you by C-Rep Ministries. And hosted by your boy Blue. Guys, I hope you understand how important today is. Today is the day that Jesus rose to heaven. Dos. And the Holy Spirit that was promised comes down to help, aid, direct and invest in your walk with the Lord Pentecost Sunday Pentecost Sunday gotta love it gotta love it from everlasting to everlasting from everlasting to everlasting wonderful stuff wonderful stuff I may add Oh my goodness gracious, great. I just don't know what to tell you. It's just a wonderful time right now. For people who believe in the Lord, who have faith and are not a part of any of the not crazy stuff that's happening right now across this nation, it is a great day. Not that I'm not condoning or, or not condoning or condoning the actions of people. Sometimes you have to R-I-O-T, righteous invasion of truth. Now, let me explain this to you so you understand what I'm talking about. Way back in the day, Carmen made a CD called Riot. And he put a metaphor to it. Righteous invasion of truth. Now, we have variations of righteousness in the human aspect. God has his own version of righteousness. And that's why he says, not, not one is righteous, no, not one. Because his righteousness ain't the same as our righteousness. Follow me? 
okay? There is a major issue, a major issue that's been happening for centuries upon centuries in this nation. It began when this nation first was created. It helped build this nation and it still goes on today just in different forms and different fashions that is called oppression oppressed not oppressed oppressed okay taking advantage of people slavery these are the things that have been going on racial profiling minority discrimination okay this what's happening right now nationwide is a direct reflection of all that follow me don't matter you get to agree or disagree it makes no difference what matters is that it's heard I got through the three leaders right now who did the same thing different ways. MLK, Malcolm X, and Tupac. I don't include Nipsey Hussle in that because Nipsey Hussle was a different type of revolutionary. He wasn't a revolutionary against government. He was a revolutionary towards the streets and for the kids. Big difference other three were, 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 were fighting against the government because they wanted to see change in the communities and they went to the neck of it Nipsey went down here and helped the kids rise above that's why God will rise is on his t is on, was on his neck because he wanted them to rise let me see everlasting to everlasting everlasting to everlasting okay now, before we get into all the word, we are going to definitely get into our pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to our Savior, from whom kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen. Coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. Okay. Now, usually I go into the preface of what's going to be happening on this message today. I kind of went into kind of a uh, kind of a, a preview, but I haven't been praying over the word before we get into the preview lately and I want to get that out of the way so that when we do get into the preview we can jump right into the word and not have to wait to pray we can just get that out of the way now okay so if you have your books or you're on the computer iPhone tablet Kindle whatever turn it on open up the word as we pray over it okay Father, we thank you. We thank you for letting us and allowing us to open the word again to read your truth. Father, we ask you to let the Holy Spirit come into the Bible 
and to help us articulate and comprehend what you want us to know out of your word. Open our third dimension up so we can comprehend what you really want us to know. Lead us, guys, and direct us in your way, in your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay. So, everlasting to everlasting. What? Now, if you have your books open, which you should, mine's open, always is, when I'm on the blue book, because this is the blue book. We're going to turn to Psalms. Psalms, very important book. It is theoretically the book of music, of songs. Psalms is just another way of putting a song, music. Okay. Psalms 103. Okay. 103. Verse 17. Okay. So you're going to be in Psalms 103, verse 17. All right. Oh, Lord Jesus. So, what does Psalms 103:17 mean? God's unfailing love outlasts the span of human life. Well, that's kind of obvious. You don't know that. Kind of feel bad for you. God's love surpasses any human life. According to this verse, it extends from everlasting to everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. It is eternal because it is an essential part of God's nature. Love. People use love all the time. They kick it around constantly. Love is of God. You know what love stands for? Let's acronize it. Love. Life of victory eternally. Ooh, that sounded good. La life. L-O-V-E. Life of victory eternally. When love is in you, and you have that godly love, it's an eternal victory. And it's a life full of it. Because you don't have to worry about anything. If you have love, you got it all. And real love, not lust, not I can tolerate you, not all this. I'm talking about L-O-V-E. Life of victory eternally. Okay? 1 John 4, 8 says, God is love. Ephesians 1, 4 through 9 tells us God predestined us in love. So he made us with love. This starting truth indicates that from eternity past, God loved those who would, who would put their trust in his son as their savior. Okay. Love isn't automatic. He'll say, wife, I, you know, I, I, I fell in love. Okay, you could have a feeling of love. You could feel like that person is like mag magnetically connected to you, and oh my God, I'm I fell in love. Okay, okay, maybe you have, maybe you, maybe you have that that feeling, that 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 kitty feeling. Oh my gosh. Okay. You don't control it. People say, oh, I, I, you know, I don't control who I fall in love with. Love, in that manner, is different than the godly love that we're speaking of. We put the word love on it. 
but really it's more like an infatuation. Not a big word. Infatuation means that you're consumed by that person in an emotional stint. Okay? That person has taken over your emotions. Anything that person does affects you directly because you've opened yourself up in an infatuation manner to that person. Because that person has done a few things to hit the right cylinders and now you're like, okay, this guy is really, this girl's really got me, got me hooked. Because everything I feel that person is doing and hitting all the right cylinders, hitting all the right buttons. It's an infatuation. Okay? Love. The person doesn't got to do anything to get your love. Just be that person. Like God, God first loved us. We have to learn how to love God. Love is a... That's why when they say when you get married, you're supposed to love the person. Well, obviously, because you're making a vow to someone for the rest of your human life. You get on an altar, which is theoretically supposed to be above everyone in the congregation. You're in front of a, 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 a pastor or a minister of the cloth. And you're taking a vow in front of everyone standing there and in front of the person who you're going to call your spouse that you're going to love, lead, help, guide, and direct that person and be a support system for that person for as long as your body is breathing air. Is that important or is that important? I think so. It's not a very light commitment. That's a vow. A vow is not a vow as in letters. A vow is in, is in I am not going to leave you. I have found a person that I'm supposed to be with for the rest of my life and I'm going to spend the rest of my life with that person. Too many people make that mistake. To think that the person they're with is the one they're supposed to be with. Negative. David assures us that God's love is steadfast, which means that it's steady and it's quick. He never stops loving his people, even when we fail him. His love for us does not fail. Love is not conditional. If you have conditional love, then you're not really loving somebody. You're just you're just coping with that person. Love doesn't fail. Just like a parent's love for their child. That's the closest godly love there is. Because that parent's supposed to love that child regardless of what it does. Do you hear what I'm saying? A parent's love to their child is the closest to God love there is on earth. Because that love is unconditional and they cannot just say, that's not my child no more. Because you are connected in DNA. Do you understand what that means? That's what the deal is. Okay. This is an illustration in the story of the prodigal son who wandered far from his father. When that son returned home, he received full assurance that his father still loved him. Luke 15:11-32. When his father saw him returning, he felt compassion. Upon receiving his son, the father threw his arms around him and prepared a joyful celebration to welcome him home. 
That is unconditional love. Everlasting to everlasting. Everlasting to everlasting. That's what I'm talking about. Unconditional. David adds to the description of God's attributes by 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 not noting that the Lord's righteousness extends to the poster uh, fly of those who. My my screen is not That's never good. Those who uh, reverence Him, He always does what is right and best for those in every generation who obey Him. It's not hard to obey God. What is it? Of course, it's hard to obey God because you got to deny thyself and, uh, and, uh, and and have accountability for who you are and what you're doing to be able to follow God. Because God is all about accountability. Mm. Pretty tough. Pretty tough. Okay, let's go. On the, let's go on to the good old word. Psalms 103:17. Guys, what version you have? I'm coming out of the I'm reading out of the Amplified. We will go through other versions. But right now, it amplifies, so follow along with us. 103.17 But the mercy and the loving kindness of the Lord are from everlasting to everlasting. From everlasting to everlasting. Upon those reverently Him. Pretty much love, worship, or love and worship Him. And fear Him. And His righteousness is to this child's children. Basically, that... If you follow the Lord, your children's children or your children will be blessed because you did the blessing. Kind of like a generational curse. When there's a curse in the family, it kind of just follows along the generations and keeps on cursing. It's the same, it's the same thing, but with God, it's all blessings. You're blessed to be blessed. Your, your parents are blessed. You're blessed. Their parents are blessed. You're, they're blessed. Their parents are blessed. They're blessed. You're blessed. Generational. Okay? But the mercy and loving kindness of the Lord are from everlasting to everlasting upon those who reverently and worship Him and fear Him. And His righteousness is to the children. This is Deuteronomy 10 12. Okay. Let's see what we got going on here. NIV says, but from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children. Okay, so everything, the ESV, KJV, NASB, and the NLT all say the same thing. Pretty much. Although one says I'm different is the CSB. But from eternity to eternity, the Lord's faithful love is toward those who fear him and his righteousness toward the, the grandchildren. Understand what I'm talking about? Okay. So we got so going on here. The English and basic English, the Bible in basic English, but in mercy of the Lord's eternal for his worshipers, and there are children's children will see his righteousness. Basically, basically blessings. Now we have a lot more of these, these verses coming out with grandchildren attached to the end of it. The New International Reader's Version says, But the Lord's love. 
those who have respect for him last forever and ever, and that their children will know that him always does the right, the what is right. Okay. Yeah, most versions say the same thing. Oh, that's a lot of words. The Wyclef version went crazy. But the mercy of the Lord is from without beginning and until, but till into within, without end on men drenching him and his rightfulness is into the sons of sons. But the Lord's love is without beginning and without the end for those who fear him, for those who revere him in his righteousness shall never fall the children of the children. Today is a very special day. Today is Pentecost Sunday. The birth of Christianity. From everlasting to everlasting. You worship, obey, praise, read, study, follow, and your home is blessed by the Lord. Your children's children will inherit that promise. The Lord is that good. People, you must understand something. Christianity is is exclusive it is a faith in Jesus Christ it is believing in the God and it is having the acceptance of the Holy Spirit to help you through your life salvation is 100% accountability so this being Pentecost Sunday, if you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart as your personal Lord and Savior, pray this prayer with me and mean it. This is accountability. Okay? If you pray this and don't mean it, you're going to have some stuff to deal with in your life. If you pray and you mean it, email us. It's on the website. See it. Okay? Here we go. Repeat this to me. Father God. I thank you for my life. I know you sent your Lord Jesus from heaven to the earth as a savior for our sins. He died on the cross to save me from my sins. I thank you for my salvation. Father, I ask you, please come into my heart as my personal Lord and Savior. Help me. Help me in these times. I want to follow your way. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, Please email us, 8LU8OK at gmail.com. Happy Pentecostal Day, everybody. Happy Pentecostal Day, the birth of Christianity. Everyone, I hope you enjoy your day. I hope you enjoy uh, the things that are coming up in our lifetimes. Enjoy, rejoice, 
rejoice. We have Jesus and we have the Holy Spirit. It's a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. Respect. Fear God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river. Until next time. Until next time. And until next time. <laughs> Happy Pentecostal Day, everybody. Jesus. Strong. Yeah, right?